right. <laughs> bing bong. We back. We back. Bing bong. Double bing bong. What's good, Will? Boxingology in the house. We are live from Boxingology today. Uh, episode 29? 29 and beyond. How you feeling? Interesting, bro. Very interesting. Uh, let's let's kick it off with the fights in the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Do we really have to talk about those fights? <laughs> yes, immediately. ASAP. Okay. Let's let's do it. Let's By do popular it. demand. Uh, I don't know about that. But. Um, a lot of Puerto Rican fighters fought. Uh, wasn't the prettiest. Um, shout out to my boy Josue Vargas. Always a warrior in the ring. Yes, sir. Uh. I felt the fight should have been stopped uh, probably 30 seconds before they actually stopped it, before the commissioner of boxing jumped into the ring, which I've never seen that uh, in my life. Me either. That was seen lots of fights. I've never seen that ever. And you could see he was very annoyed and upset mm-hmm. uh, about the referee stoppage. Uh, first of all, Josue, he was stunned. And he just couldn't grab him. I I don't know if it's he didn't know how to grab. I mean, I'm sure this guy is he's always sparring. He's in a high level sparring with a lot of people. Yeah, he's experienced. And he has over twenty fights and I think he was just so dazed and out of it that he, he just didn't know what's going on and automatically the reaction was leave your hands up. That's what I'm assuming. I would like to assume that. I would like to know and believe that he knows how to grab and tie up. Um, referee, con- I mean, he, he went between the ropes. He got up. You can see his eyes were glassy, and he kind of stumbled a little bit back, and the referee allowed it again. Everyone and their mother knew what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Timothy Bradley was yelling and screaming, don't do this. Why are they not stopping this fight? Um, and they stopped it. I, I, I was, it shouldn't I was, have went that far. I was hoping for Tito to throw in the towel as well. Um, I didn't see him recovering from that. He was really hurt. And it happens. That's how this sport is. It really happens. Um, he suffered two losses in the last three fights. The last fight before this one, um, before Dakota Linger. Um, most people thought he lost. It could have been a draw if they didn't take the point off of the guy biting Josue in the shoulder. I don't mm-hmm. know where that came from. Uh, but he's struggling. And so the question, the big question mark is, what is next for Josue? Josue has a lot of talent. He's only 24 years old. He's 20. He has 20 wins, three losses. Uh, a lot of people calling for him to retire, hang it up, do something. Um, I don't know. I know he has a passion for this. I, I'm going to say he should literally... Go to Robert Garcia again. Take him to another level. You know, no no disrespect on Tito. Rob, Robert Garcia used to train him? Used to train him and Andre uh, Rosier. 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 Yeah. Uh, they were part of his team. I don't know what happened that they're not there. They were dismissed. But these are high-quality guys that one was uh, trainer of the year. Uh, who's had numerous fighters yeah. win championships. Yeah, Maidana, uh, Mikey Garcia, list goes on and on. Yeah, you know, you don't have to fire anybody. You could Look, whoever wants to be in your corner could still be in your corner. Um, whoever 
um, wants to stay. This is your career. This is not about family or friends or, you know, making anyone, making enemies with anyone. This is your career, and sometimes you have to be very harsh, just like any big businessman. Any any businessman mm -hmm. will have to do. You put billionaires, any billionaire from uh, Donald Trump to uh, Bill Gates to any any of these guys, you know, they're going to fire people that they have to fire. I, I agree with you, but I, I do disagree on the firing part. I think he needs to fire people. Um, the, the most important <laughs> thing is having the right people around you in, in any, any area of life, and especially boxing when you're dealing with something like that's life or death. You know, you, you go in that ring, any day could be your last day. And God forbid nothing changes and they go to another fight. And what if nothing changes? I mean, obviously something has to change. But if nothing changes, we don't know what could happen in the next fight. Maybe the Never guy, know. the kid, doesn't get out of this yeah. round, or, or yeah. doesn't see, or goes blind, or you know, God forbid, gets gets worse. Yeah, this this situation. Well, this fight was was really like it really hurt me because nobody either, was cheering. They, they were just quiet. The yeah, place was yeah, quiet. It was. It, it didn't look good because even when he got up from the knockdown. Everyone knew that he wasn't good. Yeah. And the ref should have stopped the fight from there. And I I, I don't know he what's going on with that. If there's an investigation or anything going they on. They have but to have an investigation. That's, that, that was... that's ridiculous. I've never seen nothing like that before. The ref should have not let him continue that fight. He was clearly out of it. Clearly. He's falling. He was falling away from the ref. And, and honestly, you know, if one of my fighters were in the same position... You know, even let's say he's my son. Let's say my son is fighting, right? And and he gets hurt like that, he gets dropped. Automatically, I should be near the corner or on the steps with the towel. Ready. Just in case mm -hmm. I have to throw that towel. Mm -hmm. My son might not talk to me ever again, might be upset. It'll go, it'll pass. It'll pass. But the intention is to save him. Yeah. From more damage, not to hurt him. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a sport. Some days you gotta suck it up with the lickings and yeah. keep on going. Yeah. You know, uh, but but this is not like your typical sport. This is not like baseball and football. You know, you just sit down and take the L. You're taking punches here. Yeah. You know, you're like scoring points. You're you're taking literally punches in your face by guys who are trying to punch, and you know you. A lot of things happen, man. And Sometimes, lately, a lot of people dying in the ring. Yeah, yeah. A lot of tragedies. And last thing you want to do is see somebody that you like and get along. Mm -hmm. You know, and you don't want to go to no funeral. Live the fight another day. Yeah. I mean, listen. Some people have to just literally make the change and make the sac sacrifices, you know. And if the if coaches don't aren't happy with that, it is what it is. Listen, it's their career. They're the ones fighting. Mm -hmm. They're the ones taking the punches. They could still be in some capacity. You could be a bucket guy. You could still walk them into the ring, not necessarily work the corner. You could still support in different ways, you know? Do you do you think some of these trainers are, like, living through the fighters in a way? I absolutely believe that. I, even the greatest guys, like Roy Jones' father, I think it was reliving everything through him, hmm. you know, and Floyd Mayweather Sr. in a lot of ways, too. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of them are, man. They, they, A lot of them probably wish that they were in that position and they blew it years ago and they just 
they see it through their sons and they and they just so caught up with the moment. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're caught up with the moment. I see that a lot. I, I, I agree with you. I see it a lot. And it's it's dangerous. It's honestly dangerous sometimes because you get clouded and you forget that <laughs> somebody's health is at, at, at stake and you worried about a look and you worried about yourself when it's it's not about you. It's about the fighter at the end of the day. Everything it's, you do as a trainer is for the fighter. It's absolutely about the fighter because 90% of these guys don't have an education. And 99% of guys that make a million dollars and more will go broke. Facts. That's a fact. They're not educated. They have their own people with them, people stealing money from them. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that are making the most money and, and still have good people around them, like Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, don't think that there's nobody scheming a few thousand here and there or getting mm-hmm. slick. There's always a mm-hmm. con man somewhere sneak, you know, trying to trying to steal something. You know, could be even family. That's Unfortunately, that's how this that's game usually, is. That's usually who it is. You know. Yeah. Um, break break this down real quick for the people out there because I didn't like Josue's stance, by the way, either. It was too wide. He's not playing baseball. You know. I don't know why he had a long, long, wide stand because that that doesn't allow him to move away yeah. from punches. Which is what he's good at. He movement is what he does best, and he debilitated himself by spreading his legs like that. Uh, pause, but yeah, that. And then the round ended. The first round ended, and he couldn't sit down. The stool wasn't there. They didn't even have the stool. Yeah. There was a total lack of communication through the whole time. Yeah. They were not yeah. prepared for this. They really looked at this guy. And this guy, Dakota Linger, right, he's uh, 13 and 5, and he's got knocked out twice, and he has three draws, and he knocked out nine people. So, a decent record, right? But he's, he got, he's got some power. He got, he got some power. He was, uh, I think, a two-time tough man competition champion. He's only 27 years old. Right, he's ranked number ninety-one in the world right now. That's, that's the joint where they be swimming, swimming in the, um, swimming and jumping in the mud and all. No, that. no, that's tough mutter. Tough man is you fight, you go in the ring like Butterbean, and Mister T oh, did. Oh, okay, okay, and okay. And you fight anybody, anybody weighs. Fight, so fighting cab drivers. You can be hundred pounds fighting a guy three hundred pounds. Oh yeah. And, and listen, he went in there. The, the guy's a tough dude. The guy's a tough dude. So before Vargas. He had a draw with Matthew Gonzalez. Before Matthew Gonzalez, he lost to Brandon Lee, who's an up-and-coming Brandon Lee, yeah. beast. He mm-hmm. got killed in the third round. And then he lost to Omar Juarez. Then before that, he beat a guy, Daryl Harris. Then he lost again to, to Maurice Lee. And before that, he lost to Nelson Hampton. And then he, he uh, beat a guy, Dwayne Wisdom. And then before that... He lost to Danalito Zorella. So he's lost. I mean, he's lost a lot of fights. Yeah, he's not. Recently. He's not super experienced. Um, he looked really slow and lethargic, mm-hmm. but he had pop. Mm-hmm. And, and and Josue stood a little too long, I think, with that white stance. And the guy landed that little hook, that right hook, right? And moved him back. And I thought that was yeah. a knockdown. The first one was a knockdown. Yeah, and they called it a slip, and that from there it was just it went downhill. From it went there. downhill. It went downhill. Um, yeah, I, it, at this point, you know, um, this is Josue's what second, third loss. It's um, his third loss. Yes, second loss in three fights. Um, and I'm, he's, I'm, he's young. I'm, of course, he could definitely bounce back, but there has to be changes made. Um, 
with the with the approach, with everything. Everything has to change because obviously what's, what's going on now is not working. So I was looking at little things, right? So I was looking mm -hmm. at Josue's corner and in the first round, and Tito was giving him instructions, and uh, Josue really was not paying attention to Tito. So I don't know if... There's a disconnect there? There's, yeah, there's, there's definitely a disconnect because you're not, you're not looking at your trainer. Mm. Okay, at the end of the day, no matter what anybody says, at that moment, that's your trainer. So you have to look and pay attention to what your trainer's saying. But he wasn't. He was looking to the sides. He was. He, he he had no concentration. He wasn't. He wasn't. I don't know if he was prepared or not. Josue doesn't strike me as a fighter that never works out. Never. He's always working out. Yeah, he works but hard. But I really believe he has to have a three. Uh, um, a 180 change, right? It's called 180. 180, yeah, because 360 goes right back to normal. You be, you be in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. can't be a 360. Yeah. Got to be a 180. Uh, make a complete turnaround, man. I really believe he'll do better. You know, I don't know how far he'll go now, but you got to build up his confidence. I think his confidence is really low. Yeah, um, especially after two two knockout losses. And he needs someone, and every fighter goes through this. Mm -hmm. He needs someone to refresh his memory. Listen. Zab Judah was with Joel Judah for a long time, and eventually he dumped Joel Judah. I mean, he still loves his dad. Yeah. And they cool now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hurt Joel. Joel was hurt, you know? But he, had, he had to do what was best for but him. But you have to do. At the end of the day, man, it, it, it has to benefit the fighter, man. You're the, you're, this is your company, and your company is your body, and that's what you're promoting, and that's what you're sacrificing. Nobody's taking the punches for you. You got to protect that. You know? So, I wish him the best. Good kid. I love the guy. And, uh, you know, I yeah. just want to see changes. Osway's got a lot of potential. He's still young. So, um, let's let's see what, what happens in the future. But um, next, bounce back. Next guy, Edgar Balanga. All right. What is your opinion about that fight? Uh, so, the Balanga fight, I, I think we talked about this before. Um, he, he had a lot, a lot to show me. This fight, I, w I was expecting to see more from him. I didn't get that this fight. Um, the knockouts, the knockouts are not going to be there anymore. That's that's over with. Knocking out the the first sixteen fights, knocking out cab drivers and, and firefighters. You, you're fighting tougher competition now. You, you're fighting veteran guys. You, you ain't gonna just walk through these guys now. So you got to show us the other wrinkles in your game. And if and he's not showing me that at this point. Um, I seen him in this fight use his jab more, which I liked. Um, but he was moving backwards a lot, and he wasn't aggressive, and it, it looked like he was trying to survive most of the fight to me. And he got hurt a couple times. He looked real sloppy. I just, I just wasn't impressed. And if I had to give it an overall grade, I'd probably give him a C, C minus. But he didn't show me anything different from his previous fights. He's he looked like the same guy. He just looked like a guy that is running into tougher guys, and it's just getting harder and harder each fight. Each fight is getting harder and harder for him. So I don't know. I know he had a coaching train, uh, um, coaching change. He uh, he had Rosier in his in his corner. Should have kept him. He should have kept him. He's a really good trainer. Trained uh, Danny Jacobs, had a whole uh, bunch of guys, Derichenko. So, um, but I don't. I don't know it. I, I'm I'm just I'm just worried. And it's the same conversation we were just having about trainers. Like, yeah, Saddam Ali when he beat uh yeah Koto. when he beat Koto. Yep, C correct, correct. But something's got to change. Like you 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 change trainers and you look worse. Yeah, you look worse. So I don't I don't know what's going on. 
Um, but I, I, I want to see more from him. I don't know if he has it in his game at this point. I, I, I don't know. But I'm unimpressed. And I mean, I'm nobody really. But as a, as a boxing fan, I'm, I just don't see what everyone else sees. And I think, I think just judging off of the, re- the, re- the reactions from the fight, everybody else is on the same page now. You know, he's, he's getting a lot of criticism from, from fans and even, even the people on ESPN. Yeah, that were commentating they, the fight. They were not happy in uh, in the in the Madison Square Garden no. Puerto Rican weekend. They yeah. were not happy with and him at he, all. He even got booed booed at the fight by the Puerto Rican fans. So um, so he's twenty and zero. Okay, sixteen knockouts, and he was sixteen and all with 16, sixteen first round knockouts. First round knockouts. Yep. And um, that streak ended when he fought Denman Nicholson, and that went eight rounds, and then he fought uh, Marlicello Esteban. Cordesas. That was a and, tough fight and for him. that went 10 rounds. Yeah. And then he fought Steve Royals, who, who most people just know because he fought Triple G. Yeah. And Steve Rose looked pretty good landing that jab on him. That was a, yeah. rough, fight that was a rough fight for him. And too. that went 10 rounds. And now he fought Romar Alexis Aguayo. And that went 10 rounds. You know? Um, Scorecards were a little wide, too. I, I want to add that. What, 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 what I don't like... What I don't like about this fight, right? So what I don't like about this fight is that Berlanga did throw the jabs a lot more, okay? I mean, he had no choice. This guy was just walking. Yeah. No punch was actually affecting this guy, uh, uh, Angulo. No punch. And um, and you know, let me look at Angulo. So Angulo, his record is 27-3. and three, And he has 23 knockouts. Uh, the man is 38 years old from Colombia. And before the Edgar Berlanga fight, he didn't fight since June 4th of last year. And he beat a guy named Carlos Galvan. Before that, he got stopped in the 10th round by David Benavides, um, who is the real chosen one <laughs> in the division. And I think Berlanga's nickname should be the next one because he's... Ranked number 11 in the world. I don't know how they pushed him up in that ranking, but he's 11th in the world. In his division. In his division. That means he he has to fight now. Cream of the crop guys. And it doesn't look pretty because those guys are hungry. Uh, Jaime Managua just won. I'm pretty sure we're saying his name wrong. but Jaime's his first name, though. No, I, heard, I, I know it's Jaime. I know it's Jaime. But, uh, man, Belanga, he moved. He threw his jab. I don't think the jab was effective because he just threw out the gloves. It wasn't. Um, I didn't see a lot of body shots, very little. Uh, He did tie up to bite, and he tied up again to headbutt. Yeah. Um, I guess that's his tactics of the day. He'll tie you up to give you a dirty blow. He must must have Louis Resto in his corner. Um, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't understand the bite. I didn't. I didn't understand. I didn't understand that, that at all. Completely unnecessary. And I don't know what he was looking for. He kept looking into the audience. I don't know if he was looking for Fat Joe and the Terror Squad, um, or if he was looking for Superman, or making sure Josue is okay. But he was looking for something. Two or three times he kept looking. I mean, how are you gonna be in a in a in the main event and you're looking around? Everywhere except in the middle of the ring, you th- and you got hurt a few times. You think you think the moment was was too big for him? I think he cares what people 
how they say, how they view how, him. They, I think he's looking to see what they're doing. Are they pay attention? You know, you know, looking at the celebrities. I think that's what he's doing. He's glancing to see what they're doing. You know, are they around? Are my people around? You know, or, or maybe his woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's too much partying going on. I know they had a video of him smoking hookahs. I don't. The boxer shouldn't be smoking that, first of all. Yeah. And he's there smoking that. He's into this lamplight. He likes wearing the expensive jewelry. Um, you know, that's the last thing. That's not an asset. That's a liability. Mm-hmm. All right. Buy, buying houses is an asset. You know, buying jewelry is a liability. You know. Especially diamonds. All these cars, liabilities. Um. All these juries, all these trips, jets, things like that, all liabilities. I don't see anything positive in that. And I think he needs someone, and he probably had that person in his last trainer, mm-hmm. you know, Andre. And, uh, you know, he fired them. And he, and he said that things are still cool with them, too. I don't see how things are cool. You fire the guy that really helped you get there and, and told you, you know, hey, you got to stop with the parties and things like that. How did that? How did that guy get canned? How did that guy get canned? And for who? He had world champions in his team. He's a nice guy. He's very respected in New York. You know, I'm curious. I'm curious if I ever run into Andre, and I've ran into him a whole bunch of times. But you know, uh, if I ever run into him again, I definitely will ask him that question. Why? Um, what, what do you want to? What do you want to see, Berlanga next? I want to see Balanga really throw the jab with intent to hurt someone. I want to see him throw his combinations. He doesn't throw enough. I want to see him work the body. I want him. I want him to be more physical. Honestly, rank number eleven is a disjustice. I think he's gonna get KO in the next three fights. Somewhere in the next three fights, he has to fight someone in the top ten. You have to now. You rank number eleven. You gotta. You, I mean, you 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 have to. In a, in a minute, in a minute, you're gonna become a mandatory. You keep winning. He's what one sixty eight, right? The super middleweight. super middleweight. Oh, let's look at the the the, the, the guys some, in that there's way. There's some right? dogs in that division. So the one sixty eight, we got Canelo. Mm-hmm. He's not ready for him. David Benavides. He's Caleb, not ready for him. Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant will shut him out. Shut him out. And he and he knows that he don't punch, but he's gonna shut him out with boxing ability. Andre Durrell is gonna beat him. Another good fighter. John Ryder's another tough cookie. Mm-hmm. Will beat him, knock him out probably too. Christian and Billy, undefeated, twenty-one and 19 knockouts from France. I seen him crack. Zach Parker, twenty-two and 16 knockouts. Zach Parker's alright. I like him. David Morrell, this Cuban kid is is. Has only seven fights. He's ranked number seven. And Charlo and, and Charlo and, might come up to sixty eight too. And they pushing this kid too. Mm-hmm. David Morrell, they pushing him. This Cuban kid, you know, uh, Leron Richards. I don't know much of him. Sixteen and old, three knockouts. He fought recently. Uh, you know, he's decent. I, I would say, from his record, the three knockouts. I would, if Berlanga is going against these top ten guys, go after this Richards kid. He has three knockouts. But yes. I've seen him fight. He has some skill to him. He has skills. And he'd give, he'll give Belanga problems. The matchup is not good there. Eric Brazilian from Canada. I don't know who that is. I'm not even going to lie. 27 and 0, 21 knockouts. And Vladimir Shishinskin, 13 and 0, 8 knockouts. And then there's Belanga that entered the show. 
Uh, and I guess right now, Jamie, Jamie, uh, Jaime Managua, because uh, he we, just... We apologize for the pronunciation of this guy's name. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not how you say it. But yes, he, he's a beast. He just he just uh, scored a, what, fifth-round knockout in his last fight? He scored a fifth-round knockout, yeah. yeah. Um, but when it when it comes to Berlanga, um, what, what, I'm, what I'm seeing right now is a guy that was getting away, getting by with... Just his power for a long time, for a long time. And now that's not working, and he's got to go back to the fundamentals, and I don't think he has those fundamentals. And it's almost like he's – it looks like he's learning on the fly. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me, and, and he's struggling. You can't knock these guys out, so it's like what else What else can you do? And he's trying trying different things, and he don't – I don't think he has it in his bag to, to, to fight this way. So – I don't. I just don't know what's next for him. These top guys. These guys are. One sixty eight is a tough division. I think he's overrated. I really do. I don't think. Um, I don't think he's prepared. I don't think he's prepared. Uh, he he left a guy that's a, a integral part in his team. Yeah. Uh, he has a lot of learning to do. He does not look impressive at all for me. I need to see a lot more before he enters into that top ten danger zone. Um, you have to dominate. Mm-hmm. He, for me, he's not dominating, yeah, you know? Yeah. He's not dominating. H- how is he going to do with the other guys, you know? How is he going to do with the other guys? I-, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Um, I think I think he's a fluke, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that. He's a fluke. And he's on his way out in the next... In the next 10 fights, he's going to probably lose five. If we had the gunshot, we need some sounds on this podcast because I would have hit the guns. I'll do it right now. Pow, pow. <laughs> He's done. Career over. Very, yeah. very soon. I believe so. <clears throat> I really, really, some, really some, believe some's so. Gotta, some's got to change. And it's the same. I feel the same with him as I felt with Hosway. Some, some's got to change, um, but he's got to show me something. But you, like you said, you got to dominate these guys because once you jump into that top ten, he's barely making it through these fights. He's barely making through those fights, man. You're not going to beat none of these guys. None of these top ten guys, you're not going to beat them. No. Not fighting like that. No, no absolutely not. So. He's not going to be none of these guys. None of these guys at all. Um, I'm looking for... Uh, so, there's another fight, right, I just saw, which was... Um, um, Jamie Managua, right? Am I saying it right? I'm not even. S- I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure you're not saying it right. And uh, I can't find them here now, man. I heard them. I watched the fight, and every time I watch this fight, I hear them say his name, and I say it wrong still. So I know you're saying it wrong. Manguia, Manguia, Manguia. It's Manguia. It's Manguia. It's Manguia. 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 40 wins, no losses, 32 knockouts. He's ranked fourth in the world. And uh, six feet, 25 years old, very young. His last fight fought at 165. So he went up and away from the 160. Now he's at with the 165, maybe 168. He might be climbing up to and, uh, super middleweight. And he fought Jamie, uh, Jimmy Kelly. And Jimmy Kelly was doing pretty good for four and a half rounds. Fifth round, Jaime uh, Manguia. Landed a nice short left hook, put him to the ground, which well, I was shocked. It didn't look like a hard shot. Mm. And then after that, he put him down again. And and the kid was it's tough, man. The kid is 26 wins. He has three losses now, two by stoppages and 10 knockouts. He's ranked 30 in the world, 29 it was, years it was, old. It was a good step up. It was a good step up fight. 
Yeah, the guy the guy was not scared to throw. I mean, he he showed uh he exposed Jamie in a few times with the with the jab, you know. Um I want to see I want to see Jamie versus Balanga. Let's put that to there. Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Uh that's not going to end well. I don't. I don't see that end well for uh, Belanga. Well, he has to fight somebody. Now. I don't think he's ready for a fight like They're that. They're gonna right be now. up his ass very any any minute. Bob Arum is sick of him already. <laughs> Bob Arum has invested a lot of money. He's, he already knows through his people and his scouts. This guy does not have the goods. He can see. Know? He's he could probably see it himself. He sees it himself. He's been around long enough. And people listen. Puerto Ricans are like Mexicans. And they, they take this very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they see it, they, if you're doing great, they ride with you. If you're doing like shit, they're not going to ride with you. And they're they going to tell it, you They suck. keep it real. They keep and, it real. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of Puerto Ricans are just disgusted with Belanga. And they're disgusted with all the Puerto Ricans. The only one Puerto Rican is Xander. Xander. He's good. That kid Xander, yeah. Xander Zayas. Zayas, yeah. They, they really want to see more of him. They're saying that he's... Listen, he has... He was supposed to fight on this car, right? Yeah, some, I don't know what happened. He got sick out. or something, but he has the if factor. Mm-hmm. He has power, he has speed, he has the look. He, he takes this thing serious. You can see that he's hungry. He And, and, and he ha- you know what he reminds me of as far as charisma? Uh, Felix Tito Trinidad. Mm. He's happy. He's excited to yep. fight. He's not bragging. He's not talking shit. You know, he's not saying he's a monster. He's not he's, flashy. You know, yeah. He's not buying all this jewelry. He's keeping it low key. Not yet, at least. Not yet, at least. But I, I, I see it. I see it that way. You know. I like, I like him. I, he's, he's got a, he's got, he's got the brightest future, future out of all of those uh, Puerto Rican fighters on top rank. Um, I wish he, I wish he would have fought this weekend. We would, we would have had at least something. We would have had <laughs> something, something good to talk about. We would have um, had something for sure. Um, I didn't want to start the show on this, on this, on this note, but. Those were the fights that happened this weekend, and it was very disappointing. Um, but the the reason the reason that we are being critical is number one, we're telling the fucking truth, and number two, like this is boxing, bro. Like we we don't want to see guys get hurt, and when we watch guys leave trainers, stick with trainers that don't mean the best for them, and then we see guys in the ring getting knocked out, guys. Barely making it out of fights, it hurts. It hurts to watch that stuff sometimes. Yeah. It, and we 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 see it, and you you hear the trainer in the corner telling them some complete nonsense. Like what <laughs> what are you telling your fighter so that he can make it out of this fight? Fuck winning, because you already lost that. You didn't prepare him to win from from the beginning. You didn't prepare your fighter to win. Now you got to help him survive, and you can't even do that. So. Watching that as as boxing fans and people who partake in this, like it's it's hard to watch, and it's it's especially like you just said, we lost two boxers this past week, yeah, and we know like any day, like it could be your last. You could you could it could happen in training camp. I know a person years ago, uh, named Jose, went into the ring for the first time to spar, got punched in the eye, punched the first punch, punched him in the eye, and he stopped, and I was laughing, and everybody was laughing. Cause we were like, oh, look at this pussy, you know, he's mm-hmm. not fight, and he went blind, you know, and 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 we were like, oh man, we felt bad, we felt ashamed, embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything can happen, man. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. nothing is for certain in boxing, man. Yeah. And, and uh. I just oof. don't. I just don't want to see clown shit in boxing, like, 
Like, uh, and that's why I was so critical on Roley and his training. We forgot to talk about this, and I know this is so old, but like, I don't think that guy is is good for Roley. I don't think I don't think he's good for Roley as a tra- as a boxing trainer. He's not. No. Because you all he, you he even didn't give Roley any. No, uh, no. You you set him up to get counterpunched and get knocked in between the ropes, and that's what happened to him. And you know what? What it is? Well, most of these guys. They're just happy to be there. Just happy to be there. Happy to get a paycheck. Happy to meet other celebrity fighters and other famous fighters and trainers and travel around the round or the world and be in TV with them. They like the whole show, right? And they're willing to take a step back and let the fighter train himself. Yeah, we got we got to get these clowns out of boxing, man. Like fighters, fighters are getting hurt. Fighters are dying. Like. This this shit is not a game, man. Like you got these guys that just want to be in the limelight. These guys that just want to be on Instagram doing pads. These guys that want to just be on all access talking shit. Like yeah. it ain't about that, bro. It's about the fighter. It's about it's about setting this person up so that they can win their fight and that they can come out of there safe. And if you ain't doing that, like you need to get the fuck out the corner. That's how I feel about it. I agree. Now to change the subject, I'm tired of these dudes. No. Agreed. I also saw the monster, the monster Inayu. Oh yeah. Okay, the bantamweight champ of the world. I think he's a four-time uh, champion in different weights. He's mm-hmm. ranked number one in the world. Um, twenty-nine years old, five foot five, and he has twenty-three wins, no losses, no draws, twenty knockouts, and he fought uh, Nanito Dornier, which is possible, possible. When he retires, might go in the Hall of Fame. Possible. You think so? Yeah, he, he had a very good stellar career. He fought he a, a lot of good he guys. He had a good career. He had a good career. And um, and he had a good bounce back. And he had to a good bounce career. back. And and he has a good side gig. He takes pictures and and uh, of all the fighters during the ring, and that's like his side gig. Interviews them, and, and he does a lot of stuff. I know, with yeah, them. I know he does interviews. I didn't know he took pictures. That's, he takes that's, pictures. That's he, interesting. He's I didn't know that. His camera. Um, they fought years ago in 2019, and it was a draw. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, was good. It was a unanimous decision by uh, the monster in IU won, and then uh, just recently, right, this the seventh, uh, Nanito Dernier fought him, and um, put him on his ass, and he lost in the second round. He got KO'd. And what I want to speak about, right, is the discipline of the Japanese fighters. Um. Uh, this kid had his hands nice and high, reminded me of Ricardo Lopez, the great Finito Lopez from Mexico, who Julio Cesar Chavez used to sit in the front row to study him. Mm-hmm. And he was great. And he was studying him. Mm-hmm. He was saying, I'm great, but you got to watch him. He, that's, mm-hmm. They called him the professor. You mm-hmm. know, that was perfection. And uh, always with his hands up and, and was very accurate with his punches. Like, he didn't waste his punches. Whatever, wherever he threw, he made sure he landed. Sharp, straight punches. And he has pop in his hands. And he has a nice, solid jab. And he cut the ring, and he knows how to move. And he's always in shape. This kid. And um, you know, Nonito Dernier is was forty years old already. Was on his way out, but he still had a belt. You know, so I'm not gonna. I mean, he was which is a which is a great accomplishment. It's a to great be accomplishment that, because that age and have a have a title. Yeah, because he's a he, he's a tough son of a gun. I mean, he's a tough son of a gun, and um, and 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 everyone likes him. He's like I said, he's a possible Hall of Famer, and now we have 
another another great fighter that uh Stephen Fulton that just won recently as well. Cool boy stuff. And uh, he's 27 years old, 21 and 0, ranked 24th in the world on the pound for pound list, but has only eight knockouts. Ranked number one. He needs to be ranked higher. 27 years old, five foot six and a half, from Philly. And he had a fight with Daniel Roman, which was a good fight. Most people say Daniel is in the top three in that division. Mm-hmm. And it went the decision, and he completely dominated Daniel um, in the fight. In the title defense. In yep. the title defense. So um, what is next? So most people want to see. So Fulton has two two belts. And uh, the other opponent that beat, um, that beat um, Daniel Roman... Uh, has two belts also, which is um, Morodum. Oh man, these names, man. What's this guy's name? Oh damn you, Morodijon Akamadaval or whatever. I'll just spell it for you guys. M U R O D J O N. That's the first name. Pronounce it whichever way you want. Last name A K. H-M-A-D-A-L-I-E-V. The, the, funny, the funny part is, I can't pronounce this shit either, but you try to say it. Yeah. I would not even t- attempt to say that. Well, there's Moro. Moro Dijon. Well, yeah, that's like Ak- Dijon mustard. Madalave. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, this guy. You got to spit to say that shit. This guy's 10 and 0, uh, seven knockouts, and uh, he's he has two belts. He's a softball for use best. Castan, whatever the heck. They call him MJ, 27 years old. And he's going to be fighting soon, Ronnie Rios. He can't fuck with Fulton. But uh, but this is a fight that has to happen because he has two yeah, belts. Yeah, he's, he's going to fight him. He's he has gonna, two belts. He's going he gonna to lose. But um, you know the big fight we want to what everybody's talking about now. I don't yeah, know so, if I want to see that. Yeah, so I would like to see Fulton, before he fights the monster, I want him to unify the belts. I'll be calling this man the monster. Well, listen, when you win four weight division, I mean, I'm going to call. There you go. And now you, the monster, before I call Balanga the monster. Yeah, well. So he's the real monster, and then there's the cookie monster. <laughs> Balanga's the cookie monster. Because he, he, didn't, he didn't impress me. I don't even know what that means, but it's funny. What it means is that he, he didn't look great. He's a, he's a cookie monster. You know? <laughs> he, he's a cookie monster. Honestly, I. I, I I, I don't di- I don't disagree. This guy won four weight divisions, okay, belts. Call it was just, you know, call it what it is. I mean, no one really follows those little divisions, but there's they're fast. They're also they're like shape, two they're, two pounds of weight difference in a lot of those divisions. You but. know, but but yeah, but either way, he won them. And I wanna see a fight with him and Fulton Stephen Fulton. I think that'll be a super fight for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're beating up on everybody, what's next? They got to fight each other. He's got to come up with four pounds to fight. He's got to uh, come up with four pounds. And, yeah. and, and that's, that's he what he do said. It. Yeah, he could do that's it. That's what he said he's going to do. I, I would will, I want to see that. I want Fulton to uh, knock this other guy out. Um, knock him off, I mean, first. And then set that up next. Yeah, they both just fought. So yeah. maybe they get a tune-up and they fight yeah. each other. They fight one more fight. He come up and fight on, on Fulton. That'd be a dope fight. I I, I would definitely tune in, tune in for that. A um, very interesting fight. Um, also want to talk about um, the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. Induction weekend. Incredible. I wish I was there, but I'm training one of my fighters, Angel Cotto, for a fight coming up this Friday. And um, I tell you, we had 
a lot of great, wonderful fighters um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Three years of... Uh, yeah, since COVID. In- inductees, yep. Yeah, 20, 21, and... Three different classes. And 22. Amazing. And um, I'm, I'm looking for for it here. Um, One of my favorite fighters was inducted this weekend. James Tony. No. Roy Jones. Andre Ward. Andre Ward, Andre, yes. Andre Ward, if anybody does not know, is him and Sugar Ray Leonard are my two favorite fighters of all time. I like Andre Ward. Very yeah, nice guy. Andre, Andre Ward's my guy. I got the pleasure to take a picture with him. Very nice guy. Autograph. Uh, he deserved it. Well deserved. You know, in a selfish in a selfish way, I wanted him to fight um, three more fights. I wanted him to fight Tony Ballou. And then I wanted him to fight... Um, I wanted him to fight Adonis Stevenson. Adonis Stevenson. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad they didn't take place. Because right after that, I think uh, Adonis Stevenson paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm glad that it... You know, and Ward would have been feeling guilty probably. He would have been devastated. That type of guy. He would have been devastated over that, yeah. Um, and there was another guy. And, and he would have beaten Canelo. Yeah, he would have beat all those guys. They didn't want to... Canelo, he wanted to fight Triple G. Triple G didn't want that smoke. But uh, Andre Ward was a was a bad boy, man. He he, he would have been amazing in any era of boxing, and very smart, very clever. Uh, one of the one of the most underrated boxers, I think, in the history of boxing. He doesn't get talked about as much as he should. One of the best defensive guys. One of the best jabs I've seen. Um, the fight on the inside, outside. He was very under the radar. Oh I man, mean, the guy won the Olympics. Yeah, the guy, the guy. He hasn't lost a fight since he was like 13 years old. Yeah, he looks Amazing. remarkable. I mean, unfortunately, he didn't feel the same after the second uh, Kolov, um, Kovalev. Kovalev fight, Sergio Kovalev fight. Um, you know, I mean, he knows his body better than every, anyone else. He, he said he didn't feel his body good. His, well, his you, body was hurting. Everything was different. You know, the first fight. And everybody's different. The first fight, he had to get his knee drained. Before the fight, he wasn't able to do running in the camp. He yeah. wasn't really able to run. So and that was a tough fight. Yeah, it was a tough fight. And you know, he got dropped first time. He got dropped. Yep. And uh, and most people thought Sergio won. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a close fight. And then uh, they did the rematch, and he stopped Kovalev. Um, and he left it like that, and he, he went on top like that. Yep. Thirty three years old. Thirty three years old. Um, now they're talking about Mayweather. I heard Mayweather talking about uh, him doing. Uh, Andre Exhibition? Ward with Jake Paul, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see yeah. Andre do anything. Yeah, I want Andre. You know, because let's just say hypothetically, his body is is that bad, and Jake Paul beats the crap out of him. It just it just doesn't look good. It that just, wouldn't that wouldn't happen. I wouldn't want to see that. You know, I wouldn't want to see that. Jake Paul can't fuck with Dre, but um, carry on. So yeah, um, a lot of people inducted. James Tony got inducted. James um, Tony got inducted. Uh, you know, I actually spoke to him today. Um, and he says thanks, brother. And then when you're gonna buy the cigar, um, he was telling me. And then um, Sugar Shame. A lot of these guys went up and just left fast. Like they did yeah. like a two minute speech. Yeah. You know, um, Mosley proposed to his girlfriend on the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Got to mm-hmm. his knees and she said yes. Um, Shout out to Shane. And you know he had a very good career. Yeah. Um, but you could see you could see now a lot of these guys that they talk you you can't understand oh, Shane Mosley no more. Oh man, this you can't understand Shane Mosley no more. It's bad. It's it's sad to watch, man. It's can't sad understand to watch. him. I don't understand anything he says. Yeah. And and uh, even and, even Cotto, man. He's, and Cotto, uh, Cotto got a shout out to Cotto. Uh, I hate him because he's a piece of crap as a person, you know. 
But as a Puerto Rican fighter, he's one of the top three or four best of all of time. All time. Facts. And um, and I'm just saying that on accomplishments. Now in skill set, probably number one in skill set. He could box. He could move. He could bang. He could hit. He he, he could brawl. He he had footwork. He could tie up. Yep. He was a durable guy. Yep. He fought everyone he, he had fought, to fight. He fought the best. You know, the best of his time. Um, he fought the top three guys, pound for pound. Pacquiao, Mayweather, and Sergio Martinez, and he mm -hmm. went one, one for three. Yeah. Um, and you know he got get back on the Margarito. Yeah. Um. So yeah, congratulations. But you can see he was struggling talking. Yeah. yeah. You you can see Mayweather also was, like, pausing a lot. He was like forgetting stuff and then remembering. And it's it's crazy because not too long ago, he was just talking about, he he feels like he forgets things. You know, and that's what the, the sport of boxing he does. He is a boxing, yeah. I don't know if he should do... He's doing another exhibition match. Yeah, I just seen a press conference. I don't know if he should do any more. I mean, it just takes one shot. It, it just takes, takes one. one. Shot. Yeah, it just takes one. Now, I don't know anything about this guy he's fighting, but it all it takes is one punch. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard or someone hits you in the back of the head, and that, that's it. You yeah, know, I don't want to yeah. see these guys do anything no more. I really don't. Yeah. You yeah, know? he's... um. <laughs> Floyd's just printing money, man. He's they they just throwing money at him for these exhibitions. He's, yeah, but how he's greedy? How greedy can you be? How much? How much more money do you need? It gets Listen, to the point man. where how much do you need? You know, we we can't we can't count that man's pockets. I know he's bored. I know he's bored. He doesn't have the attention. You know, a lot of these guys when they leave boxing, they they don't have the fans screaming and cheering. They they're not in the middle of the ring no more. They're now in the yeah. outside of the ring. The glory, you know. And so one of his uh, things is gambling. He, he gets a kick out of gambling. He gets a rush to gamble because that's what he does. And so, you know, but he doesn't need to gamble. He makes a lot of money. So why even gamble too? It's fun. It's just fun for them. You know, when you so got the money to just play with. For it's me, just, it's a it's, sad... It's like it's a, a hobby. For me, it's a very sad and very boring life to be doing that all the time. Gambling? You know? Yeah. I mean, if you got nothing else to do, <laughs> travel around the world, do... Yo, stuff. stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Let's talk about your boy Roy Jones, man. Did you see his speech? Listen, that I, was amazing. That was the best speech. That was the best speech of the night. He, I thought he was gonna sing the same crap that he sang years ago. You must have forgot it'd be Vinny Pazienza. He should have sung "Can't Be Touched." Yeah, but he and I would have played that for Felipe. Yeah, yeah, Felipe would have been pissed. But he changed the wording around, and yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a it was lot. Dope. That was, it was he, dope. That was that was amazing. Yeah. But to me, the speech of the day. There was a, actually the top three speeches was, and I'm not gonna put it in order. Yeah, yeah. Roy Jones, Mayweather, because mm -hmm. I was I, I enjoyed his, what his speech was good. And he was choked. He was yeah, choked. He was yeah. crying. He, he cried the first the first yeah, day. The yeah. first day. And Bernard Hopkins when he brought Rudy Battle, mm. referee Rudy Battle. Did you see that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how he said that Rudy bought Battle put twenty dollars in his commissary. Yes, yes. And how he said I'm gonna help you with your boxing career. I'm gonna introduce you and lead you to the to the right path. Mm -hmm. And then. You know, you do your own yeah, stuff. Yeah. And um, Rudy Battle looks like he's in the 1940s gangster with that mm -hmm. slick back hair oil gasoline. I like Layla Ali's speech, too. I didn't get to listen to Layla, and yeah. I didn't get to listen to Christy Martin. And uh, Holly Holmes' dress popped out, I heard. I didn't get to see that. Yeah. Um, But uh, Bernard Hopkins' speech was very powerful, very good. He gave... He, he really spoke more about Rudy Battle. He wanted to give... A homage to the man that really started it all for him. Yeah. 
And it's a good history lesson there because we I didn't know that. I didn't know Rudy Battle was that attached to Bernard Hopkins. And, uh, and, and a lot of credit for Bernard Hopkins to, you know, take the attention from himself and put it on another person. Yeah, these you know, I, we learned a lot about these guys, um, some of them, in, in these speeches. Like Bernard Hopkins with, with that. Um, Floyd talked about um, his older sister who does a lot for him, yes. which I didn't even... I had no idea about that. Um, yeah, but, I didn't know. I didn't know she runs his company. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. And um, you know, it 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 was real good. I I, I like that they. I, I obviously it's never gonna happen again unless we go through another crazy pandemic. But um, it was long, but yes, um, it was a hell of a hell of a class. Those those three classes, man. That and Wolf. Ann Wolf, oh man. oh man, very underrated. She was a bad woman, oh, man. Oh man, if y'all don't know who Ann Wolf is, man. Christy please. Martin, another bad Christy woman. Christy Martin, um, YouTube, YouTube, sh- Ann Wolf. Y'all don't. <laughs> they were bad girls back then, man. Yeah. Leila Lali, oh, oh, Lucia Riker was Lucia there too. Lucia Riker was there too. She yep. looked very pretty still. Yeah, yeah. Always liked her. Um, she in shape. She she in shape yeah, too. A lot of people don't know that she was also um, a kickboxing champion undefeated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, you know, I knew that. Yep. From Amsterdam. Yep. Um, um, who else? We missing somebody else who got inducted. Um, we got James Tony. Uh, we might have got everybody. No, there was a lot of guys. There was a lot of guys. Juan Miguel Marquez. Marquez. His yes. speech was a two-minute speech, yes, and yes. that was. I, you know what it is? I understand. They don't want to get on there. They're going to get choked up. Mm-hmm. Most of them that started talking, you could hear that they were choking up, and they cut it fast, and they kept them moving. Mm-hmm. You know, James Tony did the same thing. So A lot of them did. Yeah, and I think they gave them a time limit, too. Um, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't think it was two minutes. No, 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 not two you minutes. Not, not two minutes. We we know the people who didn't respect the time limit. We, oh, Andre yeah. Ward's speech was very nice as yeah, well. Yeah, Andre Ward's speech was, was You know, dope. he gave yeah. a lot of credit to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and, you know... He was in a bad position when he was younger, and mm-hmm. boxing saved his life. Yeah, boxing yeah. saved a lot of people's life, and I wish more people. Um, I wish more people could 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 go into boxing that are troubled, troubled kids. Tr- you know, they need to bring boxing back into the prison. Absolutely, they need to bring boxing. Every community needs to have boxing, a boxing gym. It needs to be a part of schools. I, it I used to be part of schools at one point. Yeah, I think Bloomberg. Is the one that took it out of the schools. I don't know why, but it was it was it was working. It was taking a lot of the frustration. I know why people getting self defense. But but this ain't that kind of podcast, so I ain't gonna get into that. But right I want to know what why. No no no, we we ain't gonna get into that. Bloom, we we're not gonna get into the Bloomberg talk and why they took things out of schools. But um, definitely boxing in the prison system needs to come back. Think of a guy like Bernard Hopkins, right? <laughs> yeah. And he he came from that. He came out of that out of that that uh, prison boxing system to become a cha- a world champion. Um, a lot of great fighters came out of the prison yeah, system. Yeah, we don't have that no the more. The White Kawi Muhammad. Yep, you yep. Know? And he was phenomenal. What's the video we was watching uh, when we were in the car? The two guys that were fighting in uh, prison. That was the White Kawi. No, who's who the other guy? Um, uh, Matthew Muhammad. Matt Franklin. Matt Franklin. Yeah, Matt yeah. Franklin. They later changed his name to uh, Mustafa. Mustafa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, a lot of great fight. Oh, the Klitschko's were also, uh, well, Vladimir. Ah, uh, let's let's talk about that. Vladimir got inducted in the Hall of Fame, you but see, he's in the he, war. He called out Roy, man. He, yeah, he's a little, 
you know, the way he called it out. So he said he congratulates each and every person uh, that's inducted in the Hall of Fame. And each and every person there deserves the Hall of Fame. He also said that, um, you know, it's one person that he's a little confused about why uh, he still has a, a visa and house and all that stuff in Russia. Uh, and he talked about Roy Jones. Mm-hmm. He said, look, I'm not a side of the Hall of Fame deserves the Hall of Fame. But why do you still support Putin? I don't know if he's supports but I know yeah, Roy Mann. Yeah. I know Roy Mann. I know Roy dealt with Putin and somehow, some way you probably had to, to to get a residency over there. But I mean, it depends on how you look at that. I don't know. That shit ain't got nothing to do with Roy man. Vladimir Klitschko need to lead that lead that out of um his speech, man. Roy Roy ain't even addressed that, bro. Like He did address it. Not, not in the speech. Not in this in the in the speech he said everybody's calling me out. I got Klitschko calling me out. He got this calling me out. Well, sir, I'm talking about serious. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't really it. talk yeah. about yeah, it like that. Yeah, there's no need. If if he had a relationship with Putin before a war happened, I saw Antonio Tarver there. I saw Junior Jones yes, there. Tarver was there. Junior Jones was there. Yeah, Junior yeah. Jones was. Following, he was everywhere, man. Junior Jones, <laughs> Jones was following Floyd Mayweather. I thought he was his caddy. <laughs> Stop. He, he, <laughs> he was following him everywhere. Yo, every video I seen, Junior Jones was in the video. No matter what fighter it was. He I was, was like, yo, this guy all over the place. But but mainly, mainly Floyd. He was following him around. He was following Man, him listen, around. That's my guy. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout And uh Terrence Crawford. Uh he Crawford was, was he, there. he was just loving being there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And he said, you know, Ward is one of his, the greatest fighters and, and, and also uh Floyd and he was just he was just he just wanted to. I guess that was the first time he was ever there. He respect. He respects. He likes the he, whole scenery, yes, the whole yeah. thing. He even said he's excited in the future to see if he gets there, and you know he'll be there. He'll give his speech. Yeah, absolutely, he'll be there. Um, who else was there? Um, man, who I else? feel like we're missing somebody right now, but. I, I think we got everybody. Well, Holly Holmes, let's give her credit because she Absolutely. was the first kickboxing champ, boxing champ, and UFC champ. Yes. That yes. stands for something. That's amazing. And she stopped uh, Ronda Rousey's little, uh, you know, little win streak. And yeah. after that, Ronda Rousey disappeared yeah. to the WWE. She smoked her. So, broke her jaw o- overall, that. one of the greatest female fighters of all time. Because of all time. You got to look at. All across the board. All across the board. She did kickboxing. Boxing and UFC, and she won championships. And and she had title, yeah, like you said, she had championships. And it's not like she had like five, ten fights. Nah, she was in boxing. She, she was in kickboxing. She yeah. was in UFC. Like she was a, a fighter, like long put, duration. So and, and she, she put in the time. She put in the time. She put the work, and well deserved. Well yes, deserved. Yes, yes. Um. Um. Who else? I feel like I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Um. I'm looking. I'm looking. Christy Markey. Christy, Christy Mar- Martin. I, I spoke about Christy um, Martin. Um, Lee. Um, God, let me see. Um, jeez, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I'm I'm missing somebody. I'm definitely missing. I thought I saved it. I seen. Uh, I seen. Uh, Spinks was there. Michael Spinks was there because yeah. he goes anywhere. There's food. <laughs> Michael Spinks goes anywhere where there's food. Let me see if I find it in here. You know, usually I, I, I have it here. Um, yeah, but uh, all in all, um, 
I, w- I wish we, we could have went. That would have been dope to be there. But um, watching it on YouTube is the same to me, really. Um, and it's, it's free. So um, I, I, went, I enjoyed it. I went there one year. One year I went there. And when I got there, the event was the following week. Oh, wow. I was pissed. I was pissed. That yeah. is some, that's some shit you would I do. I did not save that here. That That is not here. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Man, I should have saved it. What fighters today can you say right now, active guys, will most likely be in the Hall of Fame? Go. Um, well, the next on the list is going to be Pacquiao. Of course. Timothy Bradley. Active guys. No, no. Uh, these guys oh, are going to go. I'm guys, talking about uh, guys fighting right now. Uh, well, I'll tell you who's not going. Belanga. <laughs> we, we know that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, a different kind of hole. Guys, guys that I think that are... I, Webster hole. I, I think Spence right now is on his way to have a beautiful career. Uh, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Yes, I agree. I think he's accomplished a lot. Um, Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say... Right now, if, if it ends right now, I don't think he goes to the Hall of Fame. He unified 140. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing. And then he came to 47 it's, it's, and, and he won titles. He Listen... He, it's it's who you beat in in boxing to go to the Hall of Fame. It's who you beat, and so, yeah, he he beat he beat he beat a number of good fighters, man. But if he beats if he beats Earl Spence, which I think he is, he's a lock. He's he, a lock. He's a lock in the Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, yeah, he's a lock sure. in the Hall of Fame. Because he's better than a lot of guys. Yeah. he's better than guys that got inducted this weekend. Uh, so we Canelo's going to the Hall of Fame. Yes, Triple G is going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder's Deont- going to the Hall of Fame. Deontay Wilder's going to the Hall of Fame, for sure. Um, for right now, I think... I think Usyk is on his way there. Potentially. Think, potentially, yes. I think uh, uh, Devin Haney, if he keeps going and doing what he's doing and, and wins some of these big fights mm-hmm. again, in the future looks bright for him. Him, Tank, and Shakur have the... Have the Still I, I, very early. But yeah, it's very early, but I... I, I I think Lomachenko goes into the Hall of Fame. I think Rigador goes into the Hall of Fame. Rigandale deserves to go in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't get no credit. Um, Any I would credit. I would have liked to see Rigador and the Monster and Ayu. Rigandale beats him. You know, but unfortunately, we will never see that fight. Yeah, Rigandale's probably he's he like burned 50 his years whole old. face with something. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've cooking seen that. something and yeah. burned his whole face. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good fighters out there that would have gone to the Hall of Fame, and yeah, will and will go to the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, I think I think the list you just gave, I think we got them all. I think we got them all. Active guys right now that I could say, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's 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 uh but obviously Floyd Pacquiao. Uh, well, well Floyd's already in. in. Floyd just went in this weekend. Floyd's Pacquiao, in. Pacquiao, uh, Bradley. You said Bradley Pacquiao. Uh. Well, Bradley before Pacquiao because he hasn't fought. Pacquiao fought like two years ago. Yeah, Pacquiao just fought, so it's going to be a minute for him. All right, so to change the subject, um, I was watching today on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it because I know this guy personally. And I was watching something on Pro Box TV Español. Mm. They have 15 million followers. Mm. And... Do you know who's the two people that are on there? I'll give you one of them. One Miguel Marquez 
And this is an odd fighter. You want to take a guess? You want to take three guesses? This is a this is a fight. No, no, they're doing a podcast. They're doing a podcast. Yeah, there's this an odd fighter in there. <laughs> Very odd. Does it? All right. Give and me, they're speaking gotta, Spanish. You gotta give me a hint, because that could go so many ways. All right, he, uh, New York Hall of Fame guy. Definitely New York Hall of Fame guy. <laughs> Definitely in the Hall of going to the Hall of Fame in New York. Uh, well speaker. Definitely a very mm. well speaker. All right, now you throwing me. And off. he's Italian, from New York. And he's a he's a well speaker. Yes. Paul Malanaji. He has his own podcast. Paul Malanaji was in this podcast speaking Spanish. Yeah, Malanaji has his own podcast with Juan Miguel Marquez. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. You, see, you, could, you could you could follow it. Pro Box TV Español. They would listen. His Spanish was. Perfect, perfect. Oh yeah, he's usually on this with Roy. I didn't know. I didn't know Paulie could speak Spanish. Oh, so this that. is his podcast. Well, yeah, I, I usually see Paulie on this. Paulie has his own channel, but I've watched Paulie on this with Roy and Tarver. So Pro Box TV. Who who is this? this I have I have no clue who this is, but this is this is must be the Spanish version because there's a there's a there's one that's not. Um, well, listen, in Spanish. I, it was it was a twenty minute. Interview right podcast. Mm-hmm. It was very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, anyone check it out? Pro Box TV Espanol. Well, I don't speak it, Spanish, it, so. But it was so entertaining, and I was so impressed by Paul Malanaji speaking Spanish. They got subtitles on it. No, I, I, I don't know. Probably, but I didn't see any. But he speaks clear Spanish. Mm. Uh, and that's. I mean, I know this guy since the amateurs, and this guy is speaking very good Spanish. I was amazed. I was very amazed. Um. And so what they were talking about was was one thing. Miguel Cotto, Felix Trinidad, right? We had that conversation before. Yeah, but did we? I don't remember. Yeah, we, we On did. the podcast? Yeah, me, you, and, uh, and um, Fernando. Okay, yeah. I, I don't remember. And we but, talked about it with uh, George uh, Arias. Uh, there you go. When, when you're a boxer and you get hit a lot, you forget things. I don't even know why. Living, living proof, guys. But uh, both both of them, and the guy in the middle, I don't know who he is, but um, they all said, Cotto. I mean, Miguel said it's a draw. He said it would have been a draw. Paulie uh, said Cotto. Yeah, I, but that's because he fought Cotto. Um, and the other guy, I don't, know, I don't know who the hell he is. He said Cotto. Um, but honestly, I think skill. Hear me out. Skill wise, I'm listening. Cotto had much more skills yes. than than, yes. than Trinidad. Yes, hundred percent. But length, hard jab, pumping the jab, that right hand and that left hook, and then he hurt you, he finished you. Cotto getting around that jab though. I, he getting around that. I, I don't know. Chop chop. Coley hurt him. A few people hurt Cotto. Yeah, yeah. Trinidad for bigger dudes, and I think Trinidad hits him, hurts him. I think he finishes him. I think, I think that's that's a trilogy. I think that's. That's two to three fights easily. That I I favor Cotto because he has the skill advantage, but I agree with you. Like I think if Trinidad has the power advantage, I think and, and that, like and like Paulie was saying, if Trinidad touches him with that hook, it's over. That short little snapping hook. Cotto Cotto had heart though. Cotto had a he had a decent chin, and he had heart. He had heart. So. Oh, he had a lot of heart. Anybody he, that goes in the he, ring has heart. He, he's no, but 
he had a different level of heart. Like Cotto, you gotta you gotta kill him almost. You almost gotta too. kill him. Yeah, Trinidad. and that's why I say it's, it's a war. That's gonna be a war. I that's Trinidad too. But that's, I think I think the high advantage. I think Trinidad setting up that jab, 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 right hand, boom, jab, jab. Cotto, Cotto had to figure it out early. He had to figure I, it I out. I think early. he would have had a lot of problems throughout the night. Um, but I can tell you this: more people are for Trinidad than Cotto. As far as popularity, mm. Trinidad gave all his money to the people oh, yeah, of Puerto Rico, yeah. and he's, he always was rah rah with the flags. Until Bernard uh, threw it on the floor. Until Bernard and Bernard, I think, is married to a Puerto Rican woman. Is he? I think so. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um. Yeah, but but uh. That was one of the funniest moments in boxing for yeah, me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know if you guys, if you guys ever seen that. Bernard Hopkins versus uh, Felix Trinidad. They were, were they, they were in Puerto Rico, right? When he did that, they were in oh, Puerto Rico. They yes. were in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yes, they were doing they were doing a press event in Puerto Rico, arena filled with Puerto Rican fans, and Trinidad has a Puerto Rican flag in his hand. And Bernard Hopkins snatches the flag and throws it on the floor. <laughs> throws it on the floor. Yeah, he had to run out of there. Yeah, that was uh, actually Bernard Hopkins was just talking about that. That you know that was his real. Big moment in his life. That shit was hilarious. And it had to be when 9-11 took place. Yeah. So he just never really celebrated. And the way yeah. he said it is like, to this day, he said it's like you're getting married and you're going to the altar, but you don't have the ring and you're like, I'll bring the ring next time around. Mm-hmm. He, 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 the way he described it was like, he still feels to this point at loss. And I was watching Bernard Hopkins with, I, with one of the interview guys. At his hotel, he was emotional. Mm. Uh, did you see that? Mm-mm. He was crying. He was very. He was choked up. You know, he was choked up. He says, "I didn't feel that there, but you know what? Now I'm starting to feel it." You know, most things that happen around nine eleven, we've we don't really remember. Like no, no, movie, but movies not, that came out. Well, I'm not talking about that fight. No, he, he's talking about his career. Oh, overall. His career okay, okay, overall, okay. All right. That that he didn't feel emotional. Until even down. when they told him about it, because he knew he was gonna get there, and even when he was he was there, he he did the speech. He didn't feel it, but he said when he went to the hotel, and now they were interviewing him. No, he said no. He's like, wow, I'm actually a hall of famer, you know. I actually liked also Floyd Mayweather how he gave his ring to his father, mm-hmm. and the plaque to his mother. Yep. Yep. You know, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, and his father put it on. You saw it? He put it right put on, it yeah. on, taking picture. He enjoyed it. But You can see he was real touched. He, he knows how important those things are to his father. Yeah. And and that was big of Floyd. And he owes it all to his father because yeah. his father got him started in boxing. He pushed him to and, make him what and, he is and today. Roger, and, Roger and Roger too. Continued. He gave Roger credit. He gave uh, uh, Rafael Garcia. Garcia credit. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. It was... It was a great event, man. It's, it's good to see all those guys up there, even though like a lot of them didn't look good. They didn't talk too well, but they still here and yeah. they're getting the recognition. Roy still looks good. Yeah, still uh, rapping. I saw Antonio Tarver. He looks good. Tarver looks Tarver looks amazing. Um, yeah. James is James. Uh, you know, Christy Martin looks she's okay. You know, quiet. And Wolf 
looked okay, smiling, you know. Holly Holmes too. I really didn't hear that their their com- I'm gonna check it out soon. Yeah, Holly Holmes was like two minutes. Hers, yeah. not even two minutes. It was really short. Marquez actually speaks very clearly. He does, but he's in Spanish. He doesn't yeah. like talking in English. Yeah. And um, and Mo- Mosley didn't sound too good, and Cotto didn't sound too good. Mm-mm. Uh, you know, these are guys that have wars. wars. They had a lot of wars. Wars, man. It, it wears on you. You know what I would like to see in the Hall of Fame is when someone gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, have one of their opponents, their legendary opponents. Like, I would have liked to see... Hmm. Uh, you got to be careful who you pick for that, though, because some dudes are petty. No. All right. So, let's say with Mayweather, I will put Pacquiao to introduce him. Nah, hell no. Hell no. And... and, and, and Nah. No? Nah. I wouldn't put well, Pacquiao. Oscar De La Hoya? No, no. Him either. Oscar would have spoke well. Uh, yeah, but Oscar's a hater. Oscar's a hater. I'm, as, I don't know how much he's a hater. He gives. He's, he talks about Floyd Mayweather being one of the best of all time. Well, he's a hater, though. Uh, you got to watch Oscar. Oscar, throws <laughs> a, he throws a lot of backhanded compliments. Like he, You got to watch that dude. He's No, but he, he was literally... He he's he says that to pump himself up because he'll say that and then right after that he say yeah and you know we went to a split decision, like it's all about Oscar. It's all about Oscar. Oh, they, oh, he ain't all, fooling me. They all have egos. I would never let my opponent, one of my opponents, introduce me. We're gonna have a second fight that night. They all have egos. Say something stupid. Mm-mm. I mean, Mike Tyson uh, introduced Lennox Lewis. Right, but Mike Tyson's a humble guy now. Like he's he's a different. He's a different. He's in a different space. You think you think um, who's two guys that don't get along right now? Think we caught on my yard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a introduce! Hell no, Cotto or Cotto. Or, 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 or any any one of those guys. Trinidad. Nah, my, my yard gonna come up there smoking a cigarette first of all, <laughs> cigarette right in his mouth, wilding. No, nah. I would have said something about one of their wives. Yeah, on the Hall of Fame. Off, off rip, like yeah, your wife looks beautiful tonight. By the way, <laughs> puffing a cigarette. <laughs> We having a second fight right there on the stage. Yeah, man. Part two. Whole uh, event over. So in conclusion, I want to talk about a guy that I knew pretty well, Carlos Ortiz, Hall of Famer. Definitely in the mention when they talk about Trinidad and Cotto. Um, Carlos Ortiz is rated as one of the top 10 all-time lightweights of all time. He has 61 wins. Seven losses, one by KO, and that was his last fight with Ken Buchanan, who Roberto Duran won the lightweight from. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one draw and 30 knockouts. He's from my hometown, Ponce, Puerto Rico. And um, very nice guy. Died a, died this week, this weekend at the age of 85. And uh, I was looking forward to seeing him. At the last event, at the event, yes, yes. because I haven't yes. seen him in years. Yes, and you and you were like, "This is the one guy." Yeah, you gotta get. And yes, it's so sad that. And, and I said that. I said, you said we, that to me. We gotta get him because we don't know when he's gonna go. Yep, you you said you, you know, said those exact words to me. I remember. I had the privilege to spend a lot of time with him and walk Pelham Bay Park because he used to walk Pelham Bay Park. He used to live around there, and I, a lot of conversations with him. A lot of interesting stuff i learned so much in like four or five years every time i used to see him and finish and he used to sit on the bench and wait for me and uh you know i used to get him a bottle of water or whatever we used to walk the track mm-hmm. and just talk talk and people were always constantly saying hey champ hey champ to me i was like whoa listen 
Do you know who this guy is? They have no idea. This guy is Carlos Ortiz, one of the greatest Puerto Rican fighters of all time. And there was Puerto Rican fighters that, and Puerto Rican people didn't even know who the hell he was. You know, they have to do their research. This guy was amazing, man. Um, he was a little guy. He was always with his wife. He was always with his wife. I, I don't remember her name. Um, and my condolence to the family. Yes. But he fought everybody. I mean, his last fight was in 1972. He got KO'd in the sixth round. Uh, referee stopped it. He fought Ken Buchanan. Um, he fought a number of guys that were Hall of Fame fighters. He fought um, uh, Ismael Laguna. He fought Sugar Ramos, Flash Eldord, or Eldord, El, Eldord, right? He's from he's from the Philippines. Pacquiao just surpassed him as being the best. Flash Eldord, uh, Eldord, Flash Eldord. Whatever, it's facts not a droid. Uh, Nicolino Loshesh had a draw. Remember him? The guy that had yes, 100 victories yes, with yes. a defense? Yeah, with the defense. They yeah. had a draw. They had a draw. Who's that? The guy had 100 victories. He fought referee Kenny Lane. Kenny Lane has 78 Kenny wins. Kenny Lane. Yeah, 78 wins here. Then he also fought... Um, Kenny Lane is a legend. Uh, legend Hall of Famer Joe Brown, who had 102 victories. Joe Brown. He beat him. And he lost to another guy that had 104 victories. Um, what the hell? He was Italian. The Lilo Louis, whatever. He was 115 wins, three losses, eight draws, 26 knockouts. Crazy finger wave. Um, beat a lot of guys. Eddie Perkins and a number of dudes. But, yeah. Um, he will be missed. One of the greatest of all time in Puerto Rico, definitely in the Hall of Fame. He got inducted in 1991 when the Hall of Fame uh, opened, uh, first class ballot, and one of the most respected people in boxing. I used to see him all the time at the Ring 8 um, award shows, um, Hall of Fame shows. He used to be there. I used to give him a hug. I got a lot of pictures. I got to post with me and him, and great guy, great guy, man. And we used to always talk a lot. And uh, he will be missed. Condolences and, to the family. Yes. Again. And um, this is it, guys. Yeah, next one you see, you're gonna we're going to be talking about... We got to cut the AC on next time, man. Cause it's, yeah, I'm sweating it's here. It's a motherfucker, <laughs> Under these lights. God damn. But, so, yes. Yeah. Close it out. So, we're going to be uh, next week talking about... Ringmaster Finals with Milton and David Reyes yes, from sir. Boxingology and Angel Cotto, who's fighting a pro fight in Florida this Friday. Yeah, we got three fighters fighting this week. Yes, and we're also going to talk about the Arthur Bedaviv fight that's fighting Joe Smith Joe from Smith. New York. Mm -hmm. um, and our buddy, John uh, Scully, who's the uh, trainer of Arthur Bedaviv. So we'll probably have him Iceman. for have him back. A, yeah. a quick 10, 15 minutes yeah. to talk about the fight. Hey, we can have, we can have John on here for an hour, man. He, he, he's, he's great. He's front of the show, man. He's great. He's great. And uh, also, our buddy Jahai Tucker is fighting on the yes, other card as well. Yes, he is. Um, so, very exciting times with boxing. Everybody's fighting. Win, lose, or draw. All these guys are warriors. Just mm -hmm. remember that. They're uh, entertainment for, for the people. So, give them respect. You know, I know everyone want to call them names. But, listen, they're out there sacrificing their lives uh, to... Provide entertainment for the people. And to feed their families. And to feed the families. Because these guys, they're, they're not accountants or, mm -hmm. you know, stockbrokers or anything like that. You know, 
they're just struggling guys that want to make it big. You know, it's a poor man's sport. So follow us at Boxingology Podcast. Subscribe, like, make a comment. Share. Share. Tell your mama. Tell your mama friends. Your mama, your papa, your sister, your brother, your lovers. Uh, you know, whatever affiliation you're in, please have them follow us as well. Um, send us money, whatever. Yeah, do I'm that. I'm out of here. Do- <laughs>